Welcome to the Coconut Grove Podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, Katie. Every Thursday, my co-host Ashley and I discuss the human experience and what that looks like in LA. This week, we have some sad news for you all. We are taking a break and moving on to other things, but don't leave just yet. Take a listen, see what's in store for us Coconut Grove girlies. We would love for you to stick around for this one. Oof. I, I mean, I'm glad we got that like bombshell out of the way. I'm sure we'll title the episode Oof. something like clickbaity too, but like, whew. okay, we did that. We, we let everyone know the big news. Um, yeah. But Oof. before we like give into the details, let's do like a traditional, a traditional lounge. Let's have some fun. Let's make this episode light and close it off. I don't know. The only way we know how just like silly and fun. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, do you want to take it away with your stories and fun updates? Sure. Yeah. So um, last week, you guys know that I got my Disney passes. Um, so reporting back after our first trip using the passes. Oh, my God. It's so nice. Um, you can just like, I don't, I don't know. You just feel like a little special, like having spent so much money at Disney. You're like, mm, I'm, I'm in the it, it club. You know, um, <laughs> like you don't have to pay for parking. Um, like we get discounts on everything. So we were just like walking around the whole day at Disney, just having a blast. And they have like, the Lunar New Year celebration running right now. Oh, yeah. It was so cute. There was like this parade with like Mulan and Mushu, like to celebrate the the like the Lunar New Year. And it was so cute. And everybody was like dancing. Uh, Disney just like always outdoes themselves at the parks. Um, Nestor and I were like grinning ear to ear. We're certified Disney adults now. Um, <laughs> we kind of can't <laughs> help it. Um, we got like these passes to go try all of their food because they have a bunch of new food there. Um, but we couldn't even finish our like passes because we're like, we're going to go back next week. Let's save our passes so we can eat again oh next week. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> know, so we feel so spoiled. Yeah. So I, it's not really much of a story or an update, but, um, we're just having a lot of fun with our passes so far. I got this like necklace with a K and like a little Mickey Mouse on it. And I'm like, I feel like so I'm cute. really living for my inner child. And um, yeah, I just thought that was like, I'm just having a lot of fun. So I'm going to actually try and post some of my Disney trip content on my Instagram. Um, so for those who are sad that you won't get to follow my updates and my stories, um, I'm going to try and be like a little bit more active on Instagram and share some stuff over there. So, um, yeah. Also, I made like a I post on TikTok a couple of weeks ago, um, about like one of our other Disney trips and it got more like interaction than I have on any of my other posts. And I'm like, okay, Disney fans show up for each other. Um, I was like, <laughs> wow, I've never gotten so many comments on a post before. And it's not yeah, even that I much, saw that. but like for me, it it's was so cute yeah. though. It's so cute. I watched it. I yeah, was like, the beanie. this feels like I'm there. I'm like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and the beanie, making the beanie. Yeah. So cute. Oh, or as so we cute. would say, it's a toque. But yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Sure. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a yeah. toque. Uh, that's um, great. I'm Whatever. But <laughs> what are your stories of fun updates? Beanie or toque? Let us know in the comments For below. <laughs> For real. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so you went back. Did you go on Tuesday and do, like, half work, half play, or all play, no work? 
Yeah, exactly. No, I couldn't. I couldn't play hooky. Um, I still had work to do, but it was surprisingly not that difficult. Um, there is like so much downtime that you can take advantage of, especially when you know that you're going to be back whenever you know. So, yeah, I we're going to go again next week, and Nestor has work Amazing. to do because, um, I mean, here's actually a pretty big bombshell. He's leaving the W. Um, the <gasps> the company. Uh, the the restaurant he works at um, sold to another company, and the other company basically like overhauled the the whole staff. They got rid of people who've been there for like twenty years, and everybody's what? like, "What the heck is going on?" Yeah, so he he's they haven't fired him, but he's on like a they gave him like a severance and everything. They're like, "Well, you're gonna be out like mid February, so have fun." Um, so next oh next time God. we go to Disney, um, yeah, I know. Uh, he's ha- he's happy though because um, it like gives him an opportunity to find something bigger and better. You know what I mean? Like instead of yeah. having to be the one to leave, um, so it's it's kind of better for him that way. So when we go next week, he's going to take advantage of my work time and and like apply for jobs and like you know do his own work. And we're probably gonna go sit in the hotel and I'll make, well, get some beer or something because they always have drinks everywhere. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's crazy. Pretty fun. Is there, yeah. Wow. That's a big one. So I know. Is there anything is he has in I know, mind? I or? <laughs> um, I mean, he really wants to work on his content because, you know, sharing what he can do with the world is kind of like one of the best things that he can do with his own time and like with his own talent. So he's going to like lean into that in the meantime, but there's a few restaurants he's got his eye on that. He's like, I could work there. Um, So it's just like a a matter of like the application, you know, just like putting them in, submitting them, meeting people. It's like that kind of like icky process. Um, But like you (laughs) come on, it's Nestor. It's chef Nestor. (laughs) He is going to have chef in Hollywood. He'll be else. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Give it like a week. He'll be fine. Ugh, yeah. I think so. Like one or two weeks. He'll be good. Yeah. That you can't go try his food anymore yet. I know. So. You wait and see bigger and better things for him on the horizon for sure. Exactly. <laughs> well, okay. So tell us what your story and update is. Honestly, Like, there's not that much going on, I feel like. But in the same sense, it's kind of like I've just been, like, looking after myself a little bit more. So I am more rested. I am going to the gym more. I am just, I'm feeling, like, more healthy um, without giving it all away because that is my sunshine medicine. I, I just have to say, like, I am just trying to look after myself a little bit more and I'm feeling a lot better. So... That is my, Good. I guess, fun I love update. to hear that. Um, yeah, but there's really nothing, like, going on, I feel like. I haven't done anything crazy. Um, oh, I guess I'm trying to build a website for the Paper Poppy. So that is going Ooh. on. It's just nice. a ton of work. And <laughs> it's just hard to know, like, what is the best way to do it. So... I'm working on that right now. Well, if you now. need the advice, I built like a gajillion websites. So just let me know. Yes, ma'am. Happy to <laughs> happy to let you give you some direction if you're stuck. Yeah. yeah that'd be it's great. A, it's, so. It can be fun, but it also is just like so much work. So I feel for you. So much work. I can't wait to see yeah, what it looks like. 
Thanks. And like, I've been trying to figure out like how to brand things better and all that. And everyone's like, oh, email list, email list. And I put out a poll and people also agreed email list. But I'm like, what do I put in an email list? Like, what do I email to people regularly? Like, here's me in my office. <laughs> like, Yeah. I mean, the, the benefit of an email list, like what they say is that you should be like, it's just another area for people to receive information from you and not, mm-hmm. not a place for you to sell necessarily. But it's the exact same things that you post on Instagram, you just change the format and then put them in email. So it's like, hey, you know, did you notice this watercolor I put up on, you know, Saturday? Did you did you have any like questions about it? You know, let me walk you through the process of how I but it's all just like written. So mm-hmm. it's like easy for people to like scan and follow. You know what I mean? Um, and then you can include visuals. But yeah, I think email lists are great. I feel like you would do an awesome job with an email list. Thanks. So I have to really think about that, but I think that's where I'm channeling my energy right now. So we'll see. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Well, I'm mm-hmm. I'm waiting with bated breath. What is your sunshine medicine? Because you like so kind of teased it. I'm curious. <laughs> okay, so I actually hired um, a coach. Uh, I didn't expect actually to get in with her because what I kind thought about of coach? it like. So she is technically like nutrition, but I feel like she does a lot of different things. Um, Yeah, maybe if we have like a sporadic episode in the future for like an anniversary or something, maybe we'll try to get her. But anyways, she's kind of like a nutrition and um, diet workout coach, but it's not a diet culture. So her whole method is like, uh, no tracking, no, uh, like no set, like weight goals, no scales. Like you can measure yourself if you want, but that's kind of it. Like progress pictures and measurements are okay. Um, so you do it with visuals. So you look at like how much you're eating, you check in with hunger levels, you, you look at your plate, you're like, okay, how many veggies, how much protein, like, what am I getting? And you just retrain the brain to eat like you did when you were being fed by your mother, basically. And like the goals are supposed to be tiny and incremental. Like this week, my goal is just to get like more than 7,000 steps because I was only getting like six. Like that's the goal is just like increase it by like a thousand steps. So like she's just literally trying to like pull me out of that like hole that I was in. Like I was not feeling great like in the fall And like, so she's just like trying to pull me out of that and like retrain my brain to make more healthy options. So I know we had Mackenzie on here before, and I think it might be similar to what Mackenzie was um, thinking uh, with a bit of a twist. So yeah, I put my name on her list like a very, very, very long time ago. And I honestly forgot. And she reached out in end of December and was like, are you still interested? Like I have, you've been on my wait list for like eight months. And I was like, uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, nice. okay, let's try. So it's like the opportunity so, presented itself to you. Yeah. I know. I love that quote. That's like, uh, when the student is nice. ready, the teacher will appear. And I was like, here she is like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. So, so I true. I know. Yeah, it was quite the investment, but um, I don't know. She checks in with me twice a week. Um, and already, like I was just saying for my fun updates, like I am, I feel so much better and I'm not really doing a huge amount 
that's different. It's just I'm actually being intentional. A lot with of it's what probably mindset, right? About it, yeah. A lot of mindset. Yeah, it sounds a lot yeah. of mindset. Yeah, which is always like everybody's biggest struggle. It's like no matter how much that you've so read, difficult. like one of the lessons that I just continue to learn every day is like I can learn a lesson, but the lesson isn't like fully learned until it's like applied. Like I can know exactly what steps I need to do, but until that the steps have been applied, like I haven't actually learned the lesson. And the thing is, it's like so interesting, like something that I had to remind myself is like, not every lesson you're meant to actually like learn, learn, you know, it's like, that's why they say like, you're supposed to be learning throughout your entire life. Like you're always supposed to be kind of like the student of life of just like, you're going to think, you know, everything, but then 10 years down the line, something's going to happen that changes your entire thought and your entire belief. And suddenly your world shifted and you have to think of something differently. So I think that's, I think that's really interesting. Totally. Like, uh, we just I, have I to agree. kind of like, keep, keep, like, keep a flashlight on ourselves. And like, we don't always have to address it, but we just have to be aware. And like, once we're ready, we can make those moves. It's so true. Like, I feel like I had all the skills like within me, but I wasn't ready. And all she was doing was like, she got into like my little car and was like, okay, you stalled out, but like the car is not broken. Like get yeah, going. Yeah, you, you got a mechanic. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and she was – so it's cool because like a lot of her lessons, like she has little videos and things and it's things I knew, but she says them in such a different light and in such a different way. She's just like, okay, drive your little car. Like don't give up on the little car. Like I'm not going to be here forever. Like you have to do this. Like you have to hold yourself accountable. And it's not like you need to go to the gym five days a week and if you don't, you're not worth it it's like accountable. Like, yes, you can eat that piece of cake, but like, you don't need a whole cake. Like just always holding yourself accountable to like little tiny goals. Like, okay. Hey, I'm depressed. Like this week was bad and that is okay. But like, let's not repeat it next week. So like, let's reassess, let's make a change. Let's see what caused it to be a rough week and let's fix that. Even if the only thing I can do and which is in my control is like go for longer walks. Like if that's all you can do, like that's what you're going to do and you're holding yourself accountable. So it's just, it's really cool because it's just such tiny steps, but it's totally like what you're saying. It's always being willing to learn and change and grow, but because you're being accountable to yourself, like you're worth it. Never think you're not worth it. Don't give up. Don't like, don't binge. Don't just throw in the towel. Just you're always worth it. So this is new to me. I'm like, I'm used to like go hard and give up. <laughs> and that, yeah. Really I mean, work. that's why you're hitting such extreme burnout. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly that's right. I'm, so I'm there's happy. been a, li- yeah. a lot of light bulb. You're finding moments. balance. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Finding balance. Yeah. I'm yes, happy ma'am. for you. Thanks. That is very sunshiny. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sun- sunshiny. <laughs> what about you? I'm gonna I'm gonna go all Disney on you again. Um, Do it because I have you know, something we love to show good you. Disney moment. Oh my god, it's so cute! <laughs> is that like says, the, Oh yeah, wait, they're beignets. What does it, say? it says beignet all day. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're from That's Loungefly. Cute. Oh my gosh! I when I saw these on my birthday, I. I died. I was like, next time we're coming back to Disneyland, we are going straight. I was literally, as soon as we entered Disneyland on Tuesday the other day, this was the first place I came. I was like, Nestor, I need my ears. I need my ears. They they are scented, Ashley. 
No. They are scented. That's why I, I'm like obsessed with them. Fresh. They smell like beignets. They're so <laughs> cute. With like the powdered sugar. Did you wear them then, this week? Yeah. I'll post photos yeah. on my Instagram in a couple days. Oh my god. Um, but the like the bow glitters, like like a powdered sugar. <gasps> I love them. So sunshine medicine. <laughs> um, you but then also like for Mardi Gras. I know. Well, the Mardi Gras is coming up. They already have the whole section of Disneyland decorated with all of the Mardi Gras decorations. It's so cute. And I got those oh. in the um, in the Tiana boutique that they have, like right near the Pirates area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know. Huh, I love them. They're so cute. So I, I wanted to include that because they just make me so happy. Um, but then the oh. other thing that I wanted to include is more just like all-encompassing. That's more of like a regular thing that's part of my life now, I guess, um, is going to these movie screenings with Q&As. Like, yeah. every time that I leave them, I'm like, I'm so inspired. Even if I didn't like the movie or even if I didn't like feel like I got anything out of the q and I still feel really, really, really inspired because I'm like a surrounded by a room of people who have the same interests that I do and who are also curious about the process as I am. Um, but it's like it's great for my like hyper focused brain because I'm like, oh, people want to talk about this, too. Like I want to talk about this nonstop. And so it's nice to be able to kind of like feed that energy. Um, so I've got one tonight when we're recording this. Um, and this one is the, the new Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård scary movie. I'm so excited. Oh. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like I was telling Nestor, like in, in like the filmmaking world, if I were to ever kind of like dive into filmmaking, not just like performance or acting, but the actual like making of films, it would be in a, in a genre like this. So I haven't been to a Q&A yet where the genre is horror. So I'm really excited because I want to know like what the thought process is when you, when you make things like that. Because if I were to make movies, it would be like that. So I'm, really? I'm curious. Okay. I'm excited and interested. Yeah. Let me know. I think this is going to be really unique because we've talked about a few of the other ones before. But yeah, definitely oh, horror so is good. a pretty big departure. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a horror and suspense are probably my favorite genres of film anyways. Um, so yeah, I, I think all of the other ones that I had been to were, um, to get dramas. you, uh, excited for Oscar buzz. Yeah, exactly. More dramas, um, which are also great, but, um, I just get like, like so enthusiastic about screen movies. But I don't really know why. Liked, like, <laughs> Pino- Pinocchio. You really like that. And that's a little bit. Guillermo del Toro's. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like more along those lines. Yeah. Oh, it's going to win an Oscar. It's so good. Have you seen it yet? No. I haven't <gasps> seen a movie in like six months. So it's on <laughs> well, Netflix. No, I saw the menu. You don't even have to go. Uh, oh, oh, oh okay. how'd you like that one? Oh my God. The menu was so crazy. I did like it. It's I love it. Though. It's so you weird in it? the best way. Yeah. It's, yeah. N- Nestor and I were talking. It's not like, it's not like the best movie ever. Like I wasn't like, wow, such a, like, wow, this is the coolest movie ever. I was thoroughly entertained though. I was thoroughly entertained and I really liked the angle that they took it. It was definitely entertaining and I loved the ending. These she, are tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> tortillas deliciosa. <laughs> Nestor and I are saying that all the time now. These are tortillas. Tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> I love the part when she was like, oh, oh, my eyes are 
they they've or what did she say? I've eaten with my eyes. I think I'm not as hungry anymore. Can I have this to go? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, we died. Course. We laughed so hard. I would probably watch it again. I would probably watch it again. Yeah. Nessa really loved it too. Because they it apparently so like, they called in um, actual Michelin star chefs to help design the, the actual menu. It. Yeah, so it's like Nestor's like, oh, let me tell you all this like behind the scenes stuff that I know about it because like real chefs were involved. I'm like, cool. You're like, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, uh, long tangent, so long tangent. Um, but that's anyways, hilarious. I'm gonna pass the mic to you. What are you looking forward okay. to? <laughs> um, so we have like a ton of people visiting us between the middle of February and the end of March. Like, I don't even know what happened, but it feels like all of our friends just cracked and they're like, okay, we're coming. We literally have so many people. Um, so the first people coming are my cousin and his fiance. So that's going to be really cool. Actually, no, no, my, my, one of my longtime friends is coming, uh, first she squeezed in. So like just after Valentine's Day, her and her three-year-old are coming. So this is going to be wild. I don't know what to do with the three-year-old. Nice. Are they staying there with you? Mm-hmm. Nice. That'll be fun. I mean, it will give you perspective, if anything, right? I know. I'm like, uh, shall we go to the beach? Like, what do you do with a three-year-old? Yeah, so. it's kind of interesting. Um, some of like the... I don't know if I would call them like mom influencers, but they're influencers that happen to be moms. Like they don't lead with their children, but their children are there. You know, Um, a lot of things that I hear them saying is like, I didn't really change my life. My kid is incorporated into my life. So I still do the same things with my kid. I still go out to dinner Mm -hmm. and bring my kid. If other people are annoyed at that, they're annoying because this is my kid and I want to live my life kind of thing. So I thought that was interesting. I, I obviously can't weigh in on that perspective, but that's what I've heard. That's a good perspective. From people who have babies I mean, that age. Yeah. Right. That's what I hope to have happen. But then I talk to like my friends and maybe it's just my friends, but they're like, no, definitely changes your life. And I'm like, oh, I don't want it maybe to. Maybe it's no. just like the type of baby. The type of baby. Yeah. Really grumpy little baby. Like a fussy yeah, baby. Yeah. That would be my mm. luck. <laughs> just like the fussiest like baby. Screaming. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. This will be a little uh, run, test run for us. Yeah. Um, she was like, oh, is it going to be loud? Like, is it going to be a problem? I'm like, I don't know. We're literally surrounded by babies. Like, downstairs has a baby. Sidus has a baby. There's a baby across the hallway. I'm like, eh. scream as loud as you want. <laughs> we deal with it all the time. <laughs> It'll be a baby choir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So what's coming up for you? What are you looking forward to? Um, I've got a couple things. Um, I'm going to be traveling in, let's see, May, I think, um, to hmm. Mexico for a longer Wait, where? trip. And we're, we're going to Guadalajara. Uh, Nestor's cousin is getting married. So oh. I'm, I'm like really excited because it's going to be like a two-part trip. Like one part is like just Nestor and I getting to, or I suppose Nestor introducing me to other parts of Mexico that I've never been. Um and the other part is like getting to be at like uh, a wedding in Mexico and, and not just like uh-huh. like an American wedding in Mexico, like, you know, a Tulum wedding, but like a, a genuine <laughs> Mexican wedding. Um, I'm 
really excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's going to be a lot of people our age that Nestor doesn't even know because um, he's got a million cousins that he's never met. Um, and there's <laughs> going to be a lot of dancing and there's going to be a lot of food and there's going to be a lot of drinking. And I can't like picture a better time than like May in Mexico to do yeah. that. So I'm really excited. Um, That's so cool. And, yeah. And then this is not related at all, but the other thing that I'm looking forward to is I am, I think I've decided that I want to move forward um, with a diagnosis um, and uh, try and get diagnosed uh, with autism. So I have a couple of providers that I have that, that I've been like, Oh, do I reach out? Do I not? And like, here's the honest truth. Here's the hard truth that I've had to grapple with is like, you know, we've, we've talked about like the negatives of getting a formal diagnosis, right? Like you're not able to go to certain countries. Um, they <laughs> can sometimes put you, this is not a joke, but this is how I'm processing it. Um, that, that you can be put on uh, do not resuscitate orders. Um, that happened in COVID um, as <laughs> recent as two years ago, three years ago. So um, there are a lot of really heavy cons. There's also the stigma of carrying it um, on your medical record. But like at this point in my life, <laughs> like I feel like I'm struggling too hard, like way too hard than I should be. And I genuinely do think a diagnosis can help me get the that help that I actually need because then it's it is on my medical record. And the thing is, like, I <laughs> I'd rather try and get the help that I need and have those cons weigh on me than than the con of like I'm unhappy and I trigger warning, don't want to kill myself. So Mm. I feel like if I get the support and with the actual label um, brings the support because although I genuinely believe self-diagnosis is valid, it is not recognized in the medical community um, and it is not recognized by doctors, the people who would potentially help me. So it's kind of a lot and I've been processing it, um, but I'm going to ask my parents to help me pay for it because like we've said, it's almost two grand. Um, I don't really want to drop that by myself. If my parents got me diagnosed when I was a kid, we wouldn't be here. So I think it's partly their responsibility too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I'm going to move forward with it. Um, It'll probably be like May also between April Mm. and June. Sometime in that window is, is when the, when it is available. Yeah. So a lot to save for. Um, But I I think like at this point, like I kind of need it. I kind of need that uh, on my record. It feels like with all the research you've done and everything you're going through, like this would just be a weight off your shoulders more than any of those negatives. Yeah. I think so too. And being able to have that and being able to access, like you said, people who are now going to be willing to help you, then you could probably move forward more easily. Like it feels like you're just trapped in limbo right now. Right. Of like, I have the answers, but I'm not allowed to tell anybody these answers because they're going <laughs> to yeah. tell me I'm wrong, even though I'm not. <laughs> so That's exactly what it seems like. Yeah. So I am so happy for you. That's incredible. Like, yeah, ooh, that's heavy, though, man. I, I hope know. that uh, it's not a long, drawn out process. Do you yeah, think you'll be not. able to get in and do it pretty so quickly it, or? it? 
it isn't quick, which is the hard part, because in order to formally get a diagnosis, you need multiple sessions and they need to they need to basically interview more than just you. Um, there are some doctors who don't require an interview with your parents, um, but there are some doctors who will require an interview with somebody in your life that can confirm the things that you're saying. So it's like if I were to say, um, yeah, I have an issue when... Um, people don't do the things that I ask them to do the way that I do it because that's how my brain works. And they're like, okay, sure, everybody's like that. And then Nestor comes in and is like, no, it's a serious issue. <laughs> um, then they're like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? It's kind of annoying that they have to ask. Not all doctors do, but a lot of them um, will do that just um, as like, a, they do it for children, right? So it's like, it, it's adjusted for adults. They don't really have a, right. a great way to diagnose adults yet. So they're using similar techniques as to diagnose children, which is dumb, but they don't really know what else to do, you know? So um, I think that's the problem because like you said, most people with autism are able to access their diagnosis as a child, but a lot of us, you know, miss that because it's only become recently that people are actually being diagnosed properly. So adults are missing out. And I guess you're right. They don't really know what to do. So they're just like adapting that, that uh, session for adults. So it feels like they're just screening your loved ones. Like, do you, do you believe that? Is that what she said? It's kind of weird. Yeah. But. It's a little weird, but Whatever. At least I know mm. that. <laughs> at least I know Nestor would advocate for me. Um, my siblings would probably advocate for me. I fear my parents would be like, "She was fine," but only because they have their own <laughs> issues. Um, so, uh, yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> let me know. Anyways. I'm really excited to, to <laughs> hear you. how that goes. And yeah. I mean, honestly, it's probably a good thing. Like, at I least so. getting I access. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and like the stigma, like that's just yeah. kind of like what it comes with. And the, people the stigma is only around as care. long. Yeah, exactly. It's only going to be around as long as people don't talk about it. So the more that people are talking about it, the less it's stigmatized. So it's just a slow process. Yeah. And but anyways, you're gonna that's be me. Of like, <laughs> like you're going to be like a, a trailblazer because I bet so many people have um, some kind of autism and they don't know about it. So this could add to like research knowledge and data as well. Well, depending on how you do that, but I think it's going to be really sure. cool because I'm sure there's people in your position who would like a diagnosis. Yeah. And yeah, I think so. All of you guys stay quiet, then it will never change because they have no data to go on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's pretty so. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of big stuff. Yes. I feel like, I feel like this lounge is, is, intense but good lots of good meat to hold on to yeah um so shall i tell you what's hot i have three yes please oh me too okay. good <laughs> i forgot to write the last one but I, I remembered it just now so the first one is i'm gonna do the mode of order this is what i think is what's hot right now it is the snail 96 mucin power essence have you seen it Mm-mm, no so nice. it's literally like the, the oh, snail goo that comes out of snails. Yeah, yeah. I I have seen that, but not in that bottle. I've seen like oh. mini ones. Yeah, cool. Oh no, I have I have the 96% snail secretion in this large bottle. There's a lot of snails that probably died for this, which I am not sure about, but I'll tell you this. I didn't buy it, I got it as a gift. 
Um, so I wanted to honor said snails and see how I really liked it. I don't know. It kind of freaks me out, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but I know it's really, really popular. A couple friends um, that I know from like the beach cities were like, oh my God, I have this. I love it. And uh, I think the jury is still out. Um, but definitely try it if you're okay with however snails were treated to get this. Uh, but it's very hydrating. Um, it's <laughs> Your face says it all. It's very hydrating and it's super popular right now. And it's very sticky and I don't know how I feel about it, but it is all the rage in it's Korean hot, skincare. Apparently. Nice. And it's very hot. So oh, I'm putting it out there. Skincare, you can yeah. have your own opinions about this guy. But that's my I first mean, one. Yeah. The Koreans know skincare like nobody else. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, I trust it. I'm just like yeah. kind of freaked out right now. Um, okay. So number two is a guy. I have to get his name. That's what I was doing just a second ago to see if I could find it. His name is Daniel uh, Henschel. And he's on TikTok. He is freaking hilarious. I want to I like repost one of his. Yeah, it's H E N T S C H E L. So, literally. Okay. Oh yes, like this his, guy does those sarcastic videos. Yeah, but it's like it's about like psychology. I think he's a therapist for real. But, um, the one that got me onto him was the, if I go missing book. And I was just like, no way. It's so funny. He literally, oh, with the uh, hair. Yeah. He pulls the hair off his legs. You need the root. <laughs> yeah. He's I think so he good. does those because, um, he, he like, he is essentially making fun of these trends that go around on TikTok that are just like that, but they're unironic. Um, Apparently, what I've heard from the real crime side of TikTok, it doesn't work. Don't do that. <laughs> it doesn't always oh. work. Well, I just love it. It's a funny book, and he, like, flips it, and he's like, oh, this I, is for, for the for, media. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying Daniel. I'm not saying Daniel. I'm saying the people who Daniel created his trend by, like, what Daniel created his, oh. <laughs> what his trend was inspired by. They were like, uh, yeah, no, that that's not going to work, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel's like, suck it. It's funny. So I love Daniel. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, check him out. He he gave me a good laugh this week and he got me through. So my last one is uh, just plain and simple honoring what you need. And I think that's the theme for this, this episode. Um, it's been like really, really hard to do that self internal work, much like you've been doing, um, and just see like what you truly need in your life and what needs to come next, no matter if that's actually what you want. I feel like the body and the mind have a way of just leading you there and getting you to where you actually need it, but it might take you a while. So going into this year, I'm trying to honor what I need and take that space. So that is going to be hot. That is so hot. I love that. That's hot (laughs) AF. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Yeah. Minor or. Oh, you're done, right? Did I interrupt you? I'm done. Take take your back. Sorry. Mine are. I think I just had a weird breath. More material again. (laughs) Yeah. Take it back Um, to like the snail mucin, okay? (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to lead with these headphones. Did I talk about these yet? No, they're beautiful. Okay. 
I got to actually look up the name of them before I mess this up. Okay, so they are the Sony WH-1000XM5. Why don't they just name them like Sony cute headphones? Like, why do they have to be like numbers and letters? I don't know. But they are the Sony uh, 100XM5 headphones and they're noise canceling. And okay, I was going back and forth between these and the Apple headphones for a while. But I just kept seeing these pop up specifically with people who were raving about the noise canceling feature and about the audio quality of they were like, it is incomparable. And it's like a fraction of the price of the Apple uh, AirPod ones, the big ones. So these are not as aesthetic, I will admit, like I couldn't get them in blue or green. But the quality is incredible. And okay, the best part is like these are touch pads. So if I were to like play music, I would touch it to pause it, I could drag my finger to fast forward it. I could drag my finger back. Oops. I can drag my finger back to rewind it. I can skip a full song or when I'm watching TV, I'll wear these because they're so, the audio is so nice. Um, But then I can skip episodes or skip like whatever, just like right with a finger right there. I don't even need to pull my phone out or the remote. It's so cool. So I love them. The quality is amazing. Highly recommend for somebody who wants really high quality headphones is willing to spend a little bit of money, but doesn't really care about like the Apple universe. So what kind I of love price them. range? They are, I think four, three or 400. Yeah. I think they may be 299. I think they're $300. Nice. Yeah. And the Apple ones are like 600. So no way. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they're great. I think they look I love cute. Them. Yeah, they I give like me like them. e-girl vibes. I'm kind of leaning into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the first one. Um, the second one is outdoor adventures and travel. I'm just seeing people like really burst out of that like COVID era. Um, COVID is obviously not over, but the restrictions have mostly been lifted. Um, and people are in good health for the most part. Um, these people that are traveling. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of, um, just like a lot more stuff happening on social media with people traveling and going out of town and like even going on like adventures, like locally, like a lot of hiking or a lot of beach trips. I'm just seeing so much outdoor activity and it's making me really excited for the summer. Um, so Getting outside and spending time in nature is hot. Um, yes. So that's number two. And number three is a surprise to no one. Um, photo dumps. Uh, I, 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 we're kind of in the new era of when we used to make albums on Facebook. Of when people would be like, you know, putting 20 or 30 photos from one event in an album on Facebook. Like what's happening on Instagram with photo dumps and TikTok as well. It happens on TikTok too, because there's like the carousel the feature there now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it kind of like reminds me of those days on Facebook or even like Flickr. I think we used to talk about Flickr of like, we just make yeah. little albums of our photos. And I think these like Instagram and TikTok photo dumps are very reminiscent of that. And they make me really happy. And I love seeing them. And I love how creative people are getting with them. And then like, randomly finding a meme in there or like a screenshot of a receipt. Like they're so random, but I love them because I feel like it really is telling like a story of somebody's life. Um, So I think they're so hot and I hope they never leave personally. So I, 
I feel like that just spurred like a little connection in my brain, but I was like, okay, so your what's hot is like storytelling in a way. And my what's hot is learning how to be your own mother. So really we're all just looking, (laughs) we're all just looking for our mothers to read us stories. And that is at the root of it all we ever wanted. So yeah, there you go. Community of some sort, you know? Yeah. (laughs) amazing so anyways that's me 40 minutes later (laughs) well the longest longest lounge we've ever done but good (laughs) i think that was a good lounge i think so too all right let's talk about some serious stuff yeah do you want to do the episode goals let's do it all righty so Guys, our episode goals, uh, we've already achieved one, was to give you a good long lounge sesh to uh, savor and hold on to until we can see you again, either in this format or another. Um, We're dropping the big news, but we already gave it to you, and we want to tell you a little bit more about what's on the horizon for us. So this is our, for now, final episode. I don't like goodbyes. I don't like finality. So it's a for now kind of thing, like a see you later kind of thing, but it's not for for sure, for sure, for sure. Goodbye. But we are taking a break. It may be extended. It may be short and we really just need to recharge and yeah, realign some of those things we got to talk about in the lounge and that we've been talking about over the fall. So we're taking that break and we're just going to tell you a little bit more about what's up, why, and what to expect in the future. Okay. So let's get into it. Okay. I know you have some questions. Do you want to start off with questions questions. or how do you want to kick this off? Okay. Well, I have only a few questions. I guess the first question is, how are you feeling? I feel like let's let the people know, truthfully, it was more or less me that spurred it because of my endless list of things to do and multiple mental breakdowns. (laughs) But uh, how, how are you feeling since we kind of collectively made that decision and how are things sitting with you now? Yeah, um, honestly, we've we've had quite a bit of time to think through this. Um, the official conversation happened right before Christmas. Um, so it's been like just over a month of like processing it and let, like sitting on it. Um, and, you know, like I said on that call that we had, I feel like it it is for the better. Like, I feel like, you know, just because we're doing something like just because we're working on something together doesn't mean it's like the thing for life. And so um, like part of me is like having to remind myself that like you can have things that start and finish and it doesn't need to be a bad thing. It doesn't need to be a negative. Um, so when you're saying like you don't like endings, like for me, I I like a good clean ending. Like I like when when I know that I don't have to um, – sit on old, old thoughts. You know what I mean? That I can cut things clean. And then if it, if I were to revisit something, it's from a new perspective, it's from a new point of view. Um, so I'm more excited than anything because I feel like I'm going to see you blossom more than I ever have. And I feel like the same is going to happen for me. And not to say that the podcast was a barrier to that, but I think that now that we have, um, 
removed something off of both of our shoulders, it gives us kind of a sense of like, okay, what next? And it obviously has given you such like um, a, a breather, you know, since we took pretty much like about a month off in between putting these last episodes up. Um, so yeah, like, you know, at first I was like, well, I don't know how to feel. And that's just how I am processing emotions. It truly does take me a while to be able to pinpoint what I am feeling. Um, so I don't know if it was disappointment in the beginning. Um, I don't really know what, what I could identify as that emotion, but I think throughout time, it's just become more like, um, more at peace of like, this is the right decision. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like all of those things, but I think the first, the first major emotion was like disappointing, like letting people down. Like that's like, that's just like a thread that I have for everything. So my biggest fear was like letting you down. And then second to that, letting Andy down. And then third to that, letting me down. So that's just kind of how I think. Um, But there was a lot of self-work that needed to get done, just like taking space and being calm for a little while. And like, you know, writing some notes to myself and just taking space, like being outside, getting those walks in and thinking about it. And like, truthfully, it what I've come to realize is it takes a lot of time to run your life. And there's just like only so much energy and time in the day. So right now, like my head is on like health and wellness and my painting and I want to have another project, but I think we both found out that podcasting takes so much time. So yeah, it just, it's just like coming to terms with like where the reality is today and, and just honoring that. Like I said, in my what's hot, it's just kind of honoring what you need. So it transitioned, I feel like from disappointment to like hopefulness, like, okay, there's hope here. Like there's hope for, um, like developing the projects I'm already working on myself is one of the projects. My painting is another. And then just like maybe having the chance to reconnect with you in the way we were originally, which is pretty cool because I feel like our friendship was originally built on just like a love for exploring and new things and like checking out LA and just, you know, that balance of like deep conversations and like superficial excitement about whatever the heck we liked in that moment. And I think that's totally cool. And yeah, I think there's just going to be more space in life for those really valuable things. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. disappointment transitioned very, very slowly to hope. And I feel like I'm just kind of like uncomfortably sitting with hope And I think over time, like, I will accept it, but I I still feel sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, not to say, like, oh, I'm thrilled. Bye. Um, But, yeah, there's there's that that sadness of, like, okay, it's, like, a project. But I feel like I'm able to come to terms with it a little bit easier because we pretty much are ending a year from when we started. So to me, it almost feels, yeah. it feels very clean of like, okay, that, that was just like, you said it was like a, a, like a diary or something like a journal of our year something, something that to that extent is what you told me. And that I fully agree. I think it is just like, uh, if we never touch this ever again, um, then we have one full year to reflect back on that. We can be like, this is what we were doing at this point in our life. And these are the conversations we are having. And these are the people that we were meeting. And I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. So, 
it's like bittersweet. It's not, it's like, I don't have like, uh, like a deep sadness towards it. I feel like I've really reached an acceptance to it. Um, but yeah, it is that kind of like, it, 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 like a, a capsule of time, like a memory capsule almost. So it that's like kind of why I'm like, capsule. oh, I don't want I don't know if I want to touch it again after that. Cause like, it, it, it's almost so perfect the way that it's it is kind of perfect. End. You know, like we kind of hit, we hit like our one year anniversary. We kind of did a couple episodes, but you know what? It is kind of just a, like you said, it's a year, it's a diary. It's a, a one year, a one season kind of diary of two girls in LA and our perspective conversations. And we gave you a few bonuses in there. And I love that our last guest episode was ephemeral. Cause like we yeah. said, like nothing lasts forever and that's not a negative. Like that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. So just like ephemeral, we're doing something else now too. Yeah. What's your next question? Well, um, I guess what's going to be next for you and what's next for coconut grove. Yeah. You know what? Um, Good question on the coconut grove side because you know when we when we were having our call about like uh, closing the podcast we were like well the coconut grove as a brand doesn't need to be a podcast as like it's life you know like we have created something that is kind of interesting so um, I don't know if I have any answers but there is potential that you know coconut grove doesn't stay as a podcast platform but does stay as a brand and you know what do we decide to do with that energy there so. Um, I think there's, I love that, but I also don't want to like put us on to another project that we're just going to like, be like, I <laughs> I'm tired now, you know, <laughs> so I so feel like, hard. <laughs> I know. So I feel like, I feel like it's going to call to us. I feel like whatever, I, I don't, I don't feel like it's going to be something that we're like, let's do this. And then we're like, okay, now we're a clothing brand. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's going to call to us and it, we're going to receive that message of like, this is the next iteration of what the coconut grove is. That is so funny. We have such a similar mind. I was like, oh, I can totally see a clothing brand. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Me too. But like, I love that. I think that we just need a few, I don't know, weeks, months to just be together and reconnect with ourselves. And I, I absolutely agree that I don't think the Coconut Grove needs to go anywhere. I just think that the platform of podcasting and producing videos and being content creators in this format has been so time intensive, but that I think we're just a creative powerhouse together and I really want to see where we go. So I I think that's cool that maybe in your way you're seeing it like, no, we are closing the door on the podcast because it is a lot. It doesn't work at this time, but the, we're not closing the door on the creative energy or like the, um, like bond we've created with building out coconut grove. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. And so as for me, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I have a lot of stuff that's like kind of like boiling in the back, but (laughs) you know, or it's like more simmering. It hasn't even started to boil. So, um, just a lot of the same things that I've been talking about on here, um, in the acting and filmmaking space, I definitely have, um, goals that I want to do there. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, I w- if I were to get into a genre of filmmaking, it would be like horror or suspense. So for me, a lot of 
what I'm looking forward to in the year is kind of like diving into that as like a topic and as a student of like, that's why I'm so excited for the screening tonight because it's like, how much can I learn from this and be able to like apply it to my own ideas and the own, the, the crazy thoughts that are in my head and um, how can I welcome people into like this world in my head and how can I translate that onto like paper or photography or video or whatever. So, um, so that's one thing. Um, I definitely do want to continue in the content creation side, but like this whole time, the struggle for me has been like, how, how do I use my voice in the way that feels authentic to me, but is also well-received by an audience? You know what I mean? Like there, there is that special area and that's why only certain people go viral. Only certain people have followings because they've been able to find a common ground of what they are like authentically and what their audience likes about them and like how they can turn that into content. So that's kind of where my thought process has been for the past year, two years. Um, But I feel like I just, I, I am getting closer and closer. I bought myself a this is so, this is so cheesy. I bought myself a vlog camera. Um, so, um, so beautiful with, with like the Disney trips that we're doing, we started to record a little bit of content there and like, I don't know what I want it to be yet, but I definitely, I think I'm going to start a YouTube channel for myself, um, and start just kind of like doing a, a more of like a visual diary for myself in the same way that we just talked about the coconut grove is like a diary of our year. Like, I feel like that kind of output is very useful to me and how my brain works. And like, if anything else, if I can just help myself process what I'm going through, I think that avenue, it it just like, it could work really well for me, especially because if it does tie into filmmaking at some point, I can teach myself storytelling through vlogs. I can teach myself recording um, through the content creation. I can teach myself, um, just how to visualize things on a, um, on a video format in which I'm more used to like still photography. So I think there's a lot for me to learn there. Um, and a lot of potential there for me. Um, going to, um, get more involved in writing. Um, I would love to write a full feature by the end of the year. My first, I don't think it will be very good, but I think I just need to put something out just to say that I've done it. Um, and I, I, I'm teetering back and forth on if I still want to continue podcasting um, because I feel like Ooh. the more that I use my voice, the more that I feel like um, I'm, I take action because I'm like putting something out there. Um, so if I do continue podcasting, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent on that. Um, I think to me, the bigger priorities are video and acting. Um, but I do like this as an outlet. And if I did something there, it would be, really niche to me and it would be really specific to my interests. Um, and the only thing that I've, I've thought about in that realm is like, is like a, a, a podcast just about like the weird shit, uh, that goes on in the world. And that's the only way I can describe <laughs> it. I'm like, I, I haven't, it's a very like low us, concept right now. Like give us so, one example. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I used to be obsessed with these books. They were like the weird state books. I might've talked about this already, um, but it's like every state had a book and it was like weird California, weird Texas, weird Nevada, weird Pennsylvania. And it would just be about the weird history of that state. It would tell you about cults. It would tell you about like true crime. It would tell you about like attractions that you could go visit. And it was everywhere from like rated G to rated, you know, R of like the 
what the type of information they would put in this book of just like creepy, crazy shit. I was obsessed with them as a kid. And I feel like if I were to dive into a concept, it would be very similar to that of like, let me just tell you the the stuff you wouldn't believe that goes on in this world. Like, like telling this, the mushroom Santa story. Like, what is that? You know what I I mean? It's like things like that that are just so weird. And the episodes would probably be shorter, like 30 minutes. Um, And they would be like quick little weird things. Like, let me tell you this, you know, conspiracy theory about Titanic and how it's wrong and how I know that this actually happened this way. You know what I mean? It's like something that I could just spend 30 minutes on an info dump um, in the, in the, best way possible to me. So again, I'm not committed to that. I think um, I could very easily do the exact same thing on video format and not in a podcast format. So um, I'm not, I'm not 100% set on that. But I do like the idea of putting time into making some sort of content around just like weird shit that I want to share with people. You could always do that like on your videos too, like you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. A part of it is you tell people the weird facts whilst you're doing the other things. Right. Like get really ready cool. with me while I tell you this creepy story, <laughs> creepy ghost story. You know what I mean? Of like, I love that. These I absolutely and- love get ready with me's. And I also love creepy, true crimey inspired things. So you'll have definitely a big fan of right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, a lot of it is still up in the air. It's still very early. We haven't even finished the first month of the year yet. So there's stuff that's like, like I said, simmering in the background. None of it's come to a boil yet, but there's, there's some stuff happening. And um, I really would love, you know, to see something at the end of the year and be like, cool, we committed to a project and that project did something, you know, like the, cool. this podcast was last year's project, essentially. So. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Like when you say it like that, it doesn't feel sad. It feels intentional. And honestly, if yeah. anything in your life is intentional, it feels good, you know? Right. Like, I had the intention to do it and I had the intention to move on. So there you go. <laughs> no, yeah. no sadness. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Well, that's cool. That's awesome. I love that you've been thinking about it. Um, yeah. So for me, I have a couple things. Um, one is just like the health and wellness. When I showed up in LA, I was really working on that and then work got so crazy. So I let it go. And now I'm kind of taking back, like I'm taking back the reins. I'm like, no work. Sorry. I'm important. I'm not working late. Um, even though I still do. And I'm trying to find the balance and I'm trying to take that control back. So that's number one is just the health and wellness. And I talked a bit about the coaching. Um, number two, of course, is my painting. It's I'm trying to elevate it from just like, okay, I paint and paint what you want to no, I am a fine art painter and I create certain things. So I'm really debating if I want to take the house portraits into the next level because they're a very good source of income. I know they're a very good source of income. They pay consistently. People want them and like, I can do them with like a very well-defined period of time. I know how they work. Like I've got that down, but I don't know. They don't, they don't spark a huge amount of joy. I was going to say, it doesn't give you that spark of like, I love this. Like, cause you're so talented and like, you're probably thinking the whole time, like, oh, if only I could give them something a little bit more, more special. Like not, not that the houses aren't special, but like something that is a little bit more from the gifts of within you. That's how I feel. 
So I noticed like I was doing things to host portraits that people like, but are like a little, you know, like, oh. You took the creative liberties. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, you sent me a picture of your house in winter and everything is dead. No, I'm going to just create a beautiful garden for you out of the make-believe of my head. And people love it. But I'm just like, you know, that's like the least I could do for you right? Like making it sunny and making the the flowers bloom and like redesigning like your front walk a little bit and cleaning up some garbage that was in the picture. And like, yeah, that's the least I can do for you. So yeah, I would just like to kind of step into that other area where, and I don't mind like architectural drawings. Like it's, I actually love architectural drawings. That's why I originally got into it. Um, so I'm trying to find that balance. Like right now I'm doing those leaves and that's really cool, but there's really no architectural components. So I'm trying to find that balance where there's like work or pieces in my collections that are very, very structured mixed in with those that are exactly the polar opposite. And I don't see a lot of artists doing that. I see a lot of artists like following one particular path and that's fine. And that's usually what's recommended to keep like consumers minds like going a particular way. But I just don't like that. Like I really love architectural, structural and very rigid drawings. And then combining that with like paint that is absolutely not any of that. So we will see how I can combine like really structured details with very fluid paint. Yeah. That's a challenge, not a bad Mm -hmm. one, a a fun challenge. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you're going to discover a lot about your skill in that and probably just develop some new skills you didn't know that you were capable of. Yeah. Every, every year I give myself like a goal. Sometimes they kind of keep the same goal for a like two year period. So last year and the year before was like color. So being able to match colors and pair colors better. And I don't know what this year's goal is just yet. Sometimes it takes a bit of time, but I know that it's something to the extent of elevating the work. Like Instagram is fine, but I really think I can present as a more elevated artist. So we're going that direction. (laughs) We're going there. You, you're going to like rock it. I have like all of the confidence in you. Your art just gets better and better every time that I see it. And I feel like it already is like the best. And I'm like, dang, you, you keep impressing me. I'm like, wow, you just keep getting better. And I don't even think you're trying, which I think is so cool. You're just like effortlessly improving. Oh, thanks. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And then the last thing on my list is, um, it's like being a long-term goal that I think I'm getting a lot, a lot, a lot closer to. So I've always wanted to have my own business and I'm talking like in the like nine to five area. Um, so I won't be able to give everything away because I'm like, Oh, I think it's a good idea. But uh, basically I think there's a, a genetics business on the horizon and uh I actually just talked to somebody. I met somebody at a party and it was so weird. They had almost the same idea as me and it's already a business that's working, but it's in a different like healthcare niche. And I was like, dang, and it works and they're profitable. So I think I have a good idea. I'll tell you offline. I'm being secretive because I'm just like, you know what it is. Yeah. I vaguely recall us having this conversation when we first met. 
yeah. of just like, of like, oh, Ashley, tell me about yourself and all the things you're good at. And you're like, well, this is what I do for money. This is what I do for fun. This is what is a passion on the side. But like, I feel like I could do all of these things at once. Um, <laughs> so, so that's exciting. I think what I'm going to do is in the next six months, start like looking at grant applications for early funding and see if I have to um, do any like trials, any testing. Basically, I'm going to try to do like a big literature review and see if like the evidence is there, try to get the grants together and get some early funding and then go from there. It'd be really nice to get, uh, I guess, essentially a neurologist on my side, but I don't know. I know a few. I ran it by one of them and he was like, that's going to cost way too much money. And I was like, okay, well. Yeah, that's what everybody, that's what every (laughs) doubter in history has ever said. They said the same thing to Walt Disney and Roy Disney of Disneyland. Come on. Literally. They were like, they're like, it's never going to work. It's too expensive. That was everybody's complaint. (laughs) And look where we are today. I know. So (laughs) So I have all the confidence in you. Let's do this. And I also met, okay, weird. I also met another person at a party and they are actually their own owners of a small biotech company. And they were like, oh, you want to start a biotech company? Like we, we know how it goes. We know what it's like. We know the, like all the trials and all the, you know, the errors and what you need to do and avoid. So we've gone out for lunch and they told me a little bit and they're like totally excited and willing to be a mentor. So Again, when the student is ready, the teacher shall appear. And I'm like, oh, there's some teachers in my life right now. So fingers crossed. I have the energy, the time, the money, and the know-how to get something preliminary off the ground. And if you don't, like they always say, you got to fake it to make it sometimes. So just put your best, I know what I'm doing face on, (laughs) especially when you're around men, and you'll do great. God. That would have been a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You can give us a little something, something on your Instagram. I will. I will. Yeah. So that's, I think that's what's coming. Um, And I will keep people updated. Definitely on the paper poppy. Um, On the biotech front, it may be a little more undercover, but you will hear about it. (laughs) Ooh, I'm so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like all my main questions. I do have, if you, I don't know if you have questions. I have one thing that needs to be covered before the end. So okay. go ahead if you have questions. I, I don't have questions. My questions are going to be very similar to what we already covered. So good. Um, on yeah. The same Let's do this last one because I, I feel like this is a, a really good, probably way to end it. Huh? Well, maybe. Maybe not. Um, so I, I we need, this is important news that needs to be covered. When I was home for Christmas, a lot of folks said that they were giving us reviews and that we couldn't see them. So there are definitely a lot of really awesome supporters out there who have been supporting us and wanted to be in the draw for the puzzle. Well, here's the thing. I believe you, but we did post on our Instagram multiple times to send us a screenshot of your review. So we I was going to say prompt that. So if I, I think we can give our listeners one more shot, um, perhaps we can give them a few weeks. If you post, if you have done anything to support us in the past, such by as the end of February or rating. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 
please do what we ask so we can see it. Just send us a screenshot. Even if you're like, these girls suck. I don't like them. One star. Great. You were engaged and you were there we'll for love us. love you for that, honestly. And you could couldn't. win a puzzle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I just want to shout out again to Puzzle Puzzles. And also, um, I also want to shout out to Maui Vera. Uh, it's another, um, you know, kind of sponsor that wanted to work with us that I don't think has really worked out. Um, but Maui Vera, we mentioned so many times on this podcast in the What's Hot uh, episodes or segments in the summer episodes. So those are two big supporters for us. Huge shout out to both of them. I think they need to get a full description in the um, show notes. And what we're going to do is if you give us a screenshot, we'll put you in the draw for one of our sponsored products. So we have the aloe vera and the mineral sunscreen from Maui Vera. And we have several varieties of the puzzle puzzles. My sister-in-law absolutely loves hers. She got one for Christmas and she was floored. It was so high quality. She was literally telling me how much she loved it. Yeah. She wants another one. Okay, guys. So just, just send that screenshot or give us a heads up that you were supporting us and how you did that. And we will get you in that draw. If we don't get that, um, you know, information, unfortunately, we won't be able to send it your way. So we will be giving back to some of our favorite special guests and hopefully they can share the love. So either way, it's going to be amazing, but we'd really like to, you know, thank you guys because you're just sitting in the, the bleachers there clapping and we, and we can't see because the sun's in our eyes. Okay. So <laughs> let us know. Too All much right. sunshine medicine. It's a little bit too much. We need to take it down a notch. We need we need a screenshot, okay? Um, so there's quite a few puzzles, and there's definitely a few bottles of the Maui Vera, and I'd really like it to go to the good hands of the uh, Cocos, all right? So that's that's what I think that's the most important news <laughs> in this episode needs to be yeah. covered. Okay. Yeah. So that that is, I guess, that concludes yeah. the diary. Yeah, yes. before before we officially officially close, I guess um, it would be it would probably be more proper to thank everybody who's been involved in the podcast. Um, obviously, we wanted to thank our incredible editor Andy for everything that they do for us. Um, it it was a collaboration at the beginning uh, that turned into um, I don't know. It's still collaborative, but you know we were able to pay, which you know, is something that we had always wanted to do, um, to be able to support other people in their creative adventures and their endeavors. So, um, thank you to everybody who has listened at any point. If this is your first episode, um, I'm sorry, but also, Hey, at least you have 57 other episodes to binge and get to know us. Um, (laughs) you can always follow us on social media. We'll be around where we as individuals are not going anywhere. Um, if we do post any updates, Sounds like the brand's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, if we post any updates, like I I can't be guaranteed what or when anything is ever going to happen. But if we do post any updates um, and when we do, it will be on the Coconut Grove Instagram and TikTok. Um, So continue to follow those. You don't have to remove them. We're not going to delete the accounts. Um, And yeah, I I just want to really, really thank 
um, everybody who's listened, everybody who's supported, everybody who's participated, um, and all of our incredible guests. Um, I know sometimes our guests will listen in to other episodes that they weren't involved in, and I feel like that's so special and really sweet. Um, we've met some really incredible people, and I feel like we've had some really important conversations. And, you know, maybe in three years, we're going to look back and cringe at some of the things that we said or perspectives that we had. But I think there's nothing, you know, more authentic than just saying, well, this is what we had, and this is the answers we were given. Um, and this is what we thought, but you know, like we, like we say, um, there's always progress. Things always move forward. So, um, yeah, I, this has been, this has been really fun. Can't agree more. I think, uh, if you guys can go on to any of the guests that you liked and follow them online, give them some support, uh, buy their products, engage with them, look at their websites. That would make me feel really happy. Um, and hopefully, you know, listeners got something out of this. If not just new perspective, maybe you fell in love with LA <laughs> like we did. And maybe it's given you a bit of fire in your belly to go on and create and live your best life. So I think with that, a big thank you to everyone that we mentioned. A big thank you to you, Katie. And I hope that we kick it off with something even more exciting in the future so i guess we'll see you in the next thing (laughs) (laughs) all right bye guys bye